At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. In a civilized and cultivated country, wild animals only continue to exist at all when preserved by sportsmen. The excellent people who protest against all hunting and consider sportsmen as the enemies of wildlife are ignorant of the fact that, in reality, the genuine sportsman is by all odds the most important factor in keeping the larger and more valuable wild creatures from total extermination. Theodore Roosevelt all right, y'all, welcome to another episode of the Wild Initiative Conservation Coffee Break. Today, I'm sitting down with Jason Tarwater of the National Wild Turkey Federation, not Foundation, as we discussed earlier. Uh, Jason, thanks for hopping on. Hey, man, absolutely. Uh, glad, glad we can make it work out, and thanks for having me. So, uh, why don't you give me a quick introduction of uh, what is the National Wild Turkey Federation and uh, what do you do for them? Um, yeah, so National Wild Turkey Federation um, is, you know, obviously a conservation organization um, founded back in the early 70s, um, in 1973 actually, when, like a lot of organizations that have gotten started over the years, wild turkey numbers were... Um, very depleted um, and, and going downhill rapidly. So organization was founded to do something about it. Um, since then, we have exceeded, I think, a lot of expectations. There's wild turkeys in um, pretty much all of their native habitats. And in fact, um, there's wild turkeys in places where they didn't um, inhabit historically. So Montana, for instance, where, where we're at. We did obviously we did our job, did a really good job at that, and we've kind of transitioned into some other things uh, we can probably touch on touch on in a bit. You know, in some places maybe too good of a job for the wild turkey. I know there's there's nuisance birds now that we that we have to deal with in in places. <laughs> um, probably you probably see that in in California where you're from quite a bit too. Yard birds is what I call them. I I will admit. Uh just before I left for this trip, I was, I was doing some practicing and 
um you know my folks have chickens and i was practicing out in their backyard and i you know they get out all the time and so i you know every time i'm i'm shooting i'm always making sure like okay you know i don't want to don't want to plug one of their hens uh, so i kind of keep an eye out of the corner of my eye and i'm and I notice I'm like, oh crap! How did how did the black chickens get out? And and I'm like, okay, I lose a couple arrows, and they're getting close. I'm like, all right, I better hold off. And I look, and all of a sudden, there's probably like, I don't know. I mean, it had to be seven to twelve turkeys just trotting on by, you know, right between me and my archery target. I'm like, man, <laughs> if this was fall season right now, oh, what a day! Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even had to worry about losing my arrow. It would have gone uh, <laughs> right through them and into the target. I mean, I mean, yeah. So that goes to show you, we have, we have, I hate the issues, but we have that, that same thing happening in parts of Montana, um, like Western Montana, when historically there wasn't even turkeys at all in the state. So, I mean, it kind of tells you how uh, adaptive they are, how easily they can survive, you know, actually some harsh conditions that we get here in Montana. So, it's a volunteer-driven organization, um, grassroots. We have local volunteers um, across the country that put together um, chapters and committees within their communities. And within that, they hold fundraisers for us. And um, that's, that's how we exist as an organization is because of our volunteers doing that. Um, you know, and those fundraisers, they raise a lot of money for us across the country. And one thing that we're, that we're pretty proud of is um, depending on the year, anywhere from 88 to 91 cents of every dollar that we raise to put right back towards our mission. And one thing we're really good at is actually leveraging those funds with our conservation department through grants and other partners, um, five to one, sometimes 10 to one or better. So we raise a dollar at a banquet. At minimum, we're going to get another $5 to spend on the ground because of that. You talk about the millions of dollars that we raise across the country, leverage all of that. There's there's some big time money that's getting spent on the ground through um, through us for either habitat. Um, we do some access stuff, land acquisitions, outreach programs to get new people involved in the outdoors, uh, whole gamut of things. So, what are some of the uh, current kind of I don't know if that's this is the right word for it, but most urgent uh, issues that NWTF is currently tackling. Um, so one, the main thing that we've transitioned to um, a few years ago is we have this initiative called Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt, and it's it's two part, um, just like it sounds. Save the habitat is one, save the hunt is the other, and what we've done is we've broadened our approach on what we do with our dollars instead of just focusing on the wild turkey just focusing on the bird um, we focus more now on landscape level habitat work um, so in the west we're focusing more on just overall forest management um, as you know in california and i know um, in montana our summers have been smoky for several years in a row and in mm -hmm. fact right now i think california's got that issue going on literally right now yep um <laughs> Jeez. And a lot of that has to do with our forest not being um, not being managed completely properly. Um, a lot of litigations that have been involved for services and able to do their jobs the way that they even want to do it. Um, so we've been trying to tackle that not only on the financial side of things, um, 
to help with these projects, but also um, on the political side of things um, and in Washington to kind of help the Forest Service um, and BLM um, get in and do their jobs and, and manage the, the habitat um, the way that it should be, but the way that they want to be able to, they just haven't been able to. Um, so it's in the West, that's one big thing. Um, water sources for us in the West, are our, our riparian areas, our streams, our rivers, um, that's obviously a big deal as well. Um, so we've actually are starting to do more watershed management stuff as well. So um, there's a whole lot that we're doing, but you can kind of see that it's not just focusing on the species in general. Like what we have done in the past and a lot of organizations kind of do, um, we've kind of broadened it to say, you know, this, this needs done for conservation, no matter if it's affecting a wild turkey or not. I think that's one of the really important things to note and just in my concert or in my conversations with a lot of the conservation organizations, it's, it's kind of been a recurring theme that, uh, yeah, you know, well, you guys may focus generally on Turkey and, and issues that affect turkeys. Uh, it, uh, you're not necessarily limited to that. If there's an opportunity to team up with someone else and, and just, really do good for conservation and wildlife and wild places in general, you'll, you know, you definitely want to be part of it. And I think that's such a cool representation of, of the importance of conservation is how so many of, of the organizations, you know, you don't sit and say like, well, nope, sorry. Uh, there's no wild turkeys in that area. That's only going to be- benefit elk and mule deer. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> It's just, it's a really cool thing. And it's something I've noticed as a recurring theme in my conversations with all, all of these organizations. Yeah. No, I mean, we've got, uh, just for an example, in Western Montana, we've got a project that actually, um, it does benefit wild turkeys, but it's also winter range for bighorn sheep. So everything in between there, obviously it's, it's helping already, but that's, uh, that, that kind of gives you an idea of, you know, when we talk about broadening our approach, that that's a great example. Most people don't put wild turkeys and bighorn sheep together very often in the same sentence. <laughs> so if people wanted to find National Wild Turkey Federation online, where can they do that? And then also as part of that, how can people get involved? Yeah, um, so that's pretty easy. Um, NWTF for National Wild Turkey Federation dot org. Um, that'll take you to our website. Um, you can look us, I mean, we're on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter. We, we've got all the social sites as well. Um, and we just launched a new um, video platform not too long ago that's NWTF TV. Um, so you can get to all that um, off of our main website. And then actually on that, there's, um, there's a, a link to where you can look up your state, wherever state you're from. And it'll show you, you know, what regional director covers that state if you want to get involved. Um, and also what events are coming up, whether it's a, a fundraiser or a women's event or a youth event, anything like that. So any of our events are also also listed on there. Most states, 
fact, I think probably every state also has their own state-specific Facebook page too. So a lot of stuff gets put on there. So just some quick little searches. Um, the biggest thing for us when, when it comes to help is getting volunteers on the ground to join their local committees, which you can find all that information on on our website. Or you can, um, if you don't have a local committee, um, starting one, get with some hunting buddies, some friends, um, and, and start a local chapter for us. And this organization doesn't exist um, without our local chapters. All this habitat work and access work does not get done without our local chapters um, doing fundraisers and and other events for us. So yeah, the most effective way is getting on getting on your local chapter. Awesome. Well, y'all make sure you head on over to nwtf.org. And you can also uh, find the NWTF profile on our conservation page. That's the wildinitiative.com slash conservation. You can either scroll down or type NWTF, National Wild Turkey Federation, in the search. Check out links to all the socials and all the, the info about NWTF. Well, Jason, thanks for taking the time and hopping on with me today. Yeah, no, absolutely. Man, like I said, thank, uh, thank you for having me. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app. A life that has the stories to back it, a life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby, 6'8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.